I had the privilege this morning to bring the message, to deliver the message. I'm not the best speaker, you already know that. I'm not the best speaker in town. But somebody had to bring the word. Amen? Somebody had to bring the word. And God can use a donkey to bring the message. God can use even a snake. God can use uh, a bird, you know, flying with breath to Elijah. God can use anything because he is God. He is God. And um, I really appreciate the pastor uh, and let me preach, you know, this morning. I'm not taking his place because it's, it's impossible, you know. He's, he's a great preacher, a great teacher. He's the best in town. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But uh, I'm going to do my best. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who would tell me 25 years ago that I'm going to be preaching in English? You know, who would tell me? You know, and uh, only God do these things. Only God. Only God. If um, uh, if somebody prophesied to me, you know, different times, long time ago, that I, I'm going to be preaching in English. One of those prophets with the, the gift of prophecy was my wife. When I didn't know English, zero English, nothing, it should say, prepare and be ready because you're going to preach in English. And I've been preaching in different uh, uh, Anglo churches. And, um, and every time I preach, I got more, I receive more experience. More experience, more and more. So uh, if God tell you that you're going to be preaching in English, he is going to make you, he, the, he, you're going to preach in Spanish. Amen? That you're going to preach in Spanish. He's going to prepare you. He's going to prepare you. But you have to be willing. You have to get some books. You have to go and, you know, be in a Hispanic church. Only one right? You know, that's what I did. I went into the Anglo church. I've been in the American church for more than 15 years. Listen, hearing, you know, how they speak, how the preachers, you know, bring the word and all that. God wants to prepare you. He might going to send you to China. Who am I going to send you to Afghanistan? Who, who wants to go there right now? You know, not many. 
but he will prepare you. And I, I was, I was, I've been praying all this week, Lord, what's the message? What do you want me to say to your congregation of the living? Amen. You are the congregation of the living. You are not the congregation of the dead. You are the congregation of the living people. If anybody dead here, spiritual talking, today you can wake up. By the power, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, this morning, as I was praying, the word, of the, the word of the Lord came to my heart. Prepare yourself. Hallelujah. Are you ready to hear what is the message? The Lord told me, tell them that I am the God of the living, not the God of the dead. Because God is not the God of the dead. He is the God of the living. Because for him, for him, I'll live. Even when you, when you die, you keep living. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we can, uh, you know, I'll give you three passages. Matthew 22, let me, let me put my glasses on, you know, I can see the Bible, you know? okay, Matthew 22, 32, that's, that's one, and then Mark 12, 27, and Luke 20, 38, the three evangelists. They say this. He is not, you know, Matthew 22, 32, part of the verse, it says, He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. How many say amen? amen. He is the God. Of the living. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Amen? And that's a message that we really need today. We need to understand this message. If you came to Christ, if you are in Christ, not in crisis, amen? Now, if you are in crisis, you can come to Christ. I mean to say amen. Because crisis will come. You know, crisis will come. But we know who can take care. We know that he can take care of us. Because he is the God of the living. He's the almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So this passage is very, very important because when Jesus says, say those mention that verse, all these people, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Moses, all they been gone long time ago. But for God, they living. They living. So there is hope when you passed away, when you, when you passed to sleep. Because Christians, they, they not really die. They just, they go to sleep. How many say amen? amen. The physical body die. But their souls, their spirits, they fly to be with the Lord. You know, Moses, Mo Moses and, um, and Elijah, they came in a vision to talk to Jesus. So when, when, they, when they die, they keep living to the Lord. So God, God, God is the God of the living. If God is the God of the living, we need to present to him living sacrifice. Amen? Living sacrifice. Not religious and ritualistic sacrifices. It's easy to fall into legalistic and rituals and religious way. He wants our church, that his church, to, to offer to him living sacrifice of worship. You know, God is looking for worshipers who present, who present a living sacrifice for him through worship, through, through prayers, you know, to, through praise. And also through, uh, through pray, you know. Pray, praise, and worship. Those three things. Say with me, pray, praise, and worship. We can be a, a healthy living people without pray. We're not going to make it. If, you don't, if you're not praying and you're not praying, Si no estás orando, no la vas a hacer. If you, if you won't pray, you're not praying, you're not going to make it. The apostles pray at least three times a day. <clears throat> Daniel pray at least three, three times a day. Jesus pray at least three times a day. David pray at least three times a day. We're not going to make it without praying and without praise God and without worship God. It's impossible. If you're not praying, I exhort you this morning to fall on your knees and begin to pray. Because crisis will come. Persecution will come. Satan going to attack, but through, through pray, if you pray, 
if you pray, you're going to be strong. Many Christians, they don't pray. They, they think it's enough to come to the church every seven days or every eight days and receive a message and receive a motivation and receive, you know, hear the word of God. It's not enough. That's like going to eat to a restaurant once a week, if you're lucky, and not to cook in the house, you know? So you go to the restaurant once a week, maybe. No events. <laughs> you know, maybe. To eat, you know, anything. Pasta, tacos, enchiladas. Once a week, many people go once a week to the restaurant. But that doesn't mean you're not going to be cooking in your house. Your wife still cook. Amen? You still cook in your house. So we come to the church once a week. But we still have to, you know, keep cooking. In our home. In our house. Putting more wood to the oven. Open the gas, you know, to the stove. Put a fire there. Pray, pray, pray. Hallelujah. Because we're not serving to a dead God. We're serving to a living God. Amen. Amen. There is an activity in heaven. Every day, just because we close these doors, after we finish, having closed the, door, the doors. No, they never close. They open. They open 24 hours. There is no hours. It's no time, no, no, no days. But they open day and night. Angels, day and night, holy Holy, holy is the Lord, God Almighty, who is and who is to come. Hallelujah. So why are we going to close worship? Why are we going to close our hearts? Close the Bible. Close the Bible and, and open the Bible when, when, you, when you come back. Sometimes we not, not even open the Bible here. You know, you open your phone. Amen. Oh, uh, read what, what pastor put there in the screen. A lot of people, you know, they don't open the, the, the Bible anymore. You know, we need to come back. We need to come back to the work. Hallelujah. To the word of God. This one is called Fire Bible. Amen. Praise God. But there's many other, you know, versions. But in essence, it's the word of God. 
Jesus said, the man shall, shall live not only, only from bread, you know, eating, eating bread, but from the word of God. Jesus said that God is looking for worshipers. You know, Satan also looking for worshipers. They both, good and evil, holy and unclean, Satan and God, they both looking for worshiper. Satan's looking for worship, for worship and worshipers. If we don't worship God, who we worship? We have to worship somebody, whether yourself, your body, you know, your, your money. Where, where is your treasure? There is your heart. Amen? If your treasure is in your job, your heart is going to be there only. God didn't call us to live to work. God called us to work to live. Amen? To work to live. Amen? But when you say, I can go to church because I had to work. And you say that seven days a week. I work seven days a week. We stealing God worship. And we are out of the will of God. That's not the will of God for you to work seven days a week. You should work six days. And then, and one is for him. One is for him and your family. How many say amen? amen. He, is the he is the God of the living. We should present to him a living sacrifice through worship. Satan trying to make Jesus to worship him. If you bow down, worship me. I will give you all the kingdoms of the world. See how much value Satan put on worship. Nothing, nothing has more value than worship. Amen? Your soul is attached to worship. If you don't worship, you could lose your soul. Because you don't worship. You get saved by grace. But once you get saved, you should watch, worship. If you don't worship, your soul die. Your spiritual life die. Other desires shows up. Desires to the world. Desires to the flesh. Desires to the vanity of the world. Other desires shows up and flourish in your life. If we don't worship him, 
we need to worship him because he is holy. Be holy because I am holy. Be holy because I am holy. Holy, the word holy means set apart. Set apart. Holy means special. The oil of the anointing, it was special. You know, the anointing oil that Moses, God ordered to Moses to, to create, to make holy. This oil should be holy. And he said, and you shall not duplicate this. There is things that we cannot duplicate. There is things that we that cannot replace the real one. You know, nothing can replace worship. Nothing can replace holiness. If we serve to a living God, we must be set apart. We must separate us from the world. We must separate us from carnalities. We must separate ourselves from sinful way to live. God, he don't, he don't respect the person. I hope I'm saying this right. What I mean is, he don't make difference between you and you, him or she. For him, every person holds the same value. The different, the different is in the relationship. The relationship. If you worship God, you're going to have good relationship with God. Remember the, the story of Martha and Mary. You know, Martha... Always busy cooking. And Lord, you not worry that my sister Mary let me serve alone. Tell her to help me. Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you worry with many things. But Mary choose the best part. And that's the best part. Worship at the feet of Jesus. Worship. And we, when you worship, when you worship, you give to God the best. Remember the perfume? The, the lady, you know, broke the, the vessel. And, and Judah says, Oh, she's doing, this is wrong. We should sell this perfume and give it to the poor, you know. But Jesus said, no, leave her alone. Leave her alone. You know, every, every time you dedicate time to worship God, God said, leave him alone. You know. Leave, leave him alone. Leave her alone. 
Even to Satan, you, you, when you worship God, Satan have to back up and say he is worshiping. Hallelujah. He is worshiping. So he wait outside. No, outside, there, outside, waiting for you to come out, waiting for you to worship. When, when, when you finish worship, he said, okay, let's go to see, you know, let's go to see. But you come out, you come out of the room of worship strong. And you, and you will have the power, the power to say, no, it is written. It is written. The scriptures say this and this and this. Leave me alone. Go away. Because you come out strong through worship. Through worship. He is not the God of the dead. He is the God of the living. Paul says, if I die, it's better for me. With Christ, I am crucified. Galatians 2.24 I am crucified with Christ. I don't, I don't live myself anymore. I die to the world. And the world die for me. And the time that I'm going to live in this body, I'm going to live it for the glory of God. Amen. We not belong to ourselves anymore. Jesus paid the, the price for you. Your body now belongs to you. Your mind now belongs to you. You got the mind of Christ. Your soul now belongs to you. Belong to God. Satan's, Satan wants to bring you out of the will of God. Doing one thing. One thing. Maybe it's not adultery. Infidelity, fornication, you, you, don't, you don't have to kill a person to be or steal, to be out of the will of God. You could be out of the will of God with a simple bad attitude. For simple, like not respect, not respecting the leaders, not loving each other. Not submitting to authority. Not baptize yourself. Not baptize. When you have a time to do it, you just don't want to be baptized. One thing can bring you out of the will of God. We must, we must do every righteousness. Every righteousness. Has to be fulfilled in our lives. Tithes is one righteousness. Baptize is one righteousness. 
offering righteous. Love one another righteous. Not to judge others righteous. Amen. Not to forgive. It's unrighteousness, unrighteous. The rebellion doesn't have to be big. It's just a small thing. And can take you out of the will of God. And open the door for the enemy. Do not give place to the devil. Amen. Not to come to the church. Often. It's unrighteous. Because he say we should be in the congregation. And we are members one to another. And you just disappear. It's like. When you disappear. When you are a member of the church. And you disappear. It's like a, you, you denying. You denying the benefits to others. Because the Bible says. Where two or three get together in my name, I'll be in the midst of them. One of the reasons why we have to get together is because Jesus comes in the midst of us. And anointing come out. Power come out. And we can shift things here. You know? We can command in the name of Jesus as a group. Because two or three have the power of the agreement. There is an anointing there. That Satan wants you to be alone by yourself there. Because he, he knows how much power is in the power of the agreement. When we come together, there is power. Hallelujah. Living God demands a living sacrifice, a living worship. Living God. Also, we need to be people of the living word. People of the living, people of the living word. The word of God. Not only worship, but the word of God. This word right here on this book, on this book, got power, but it's like, but it's like dynamite in the storage right there. It's dynamite in the storage. This becomes powerful when you put the fire. You will see the explosion. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Satan know the Bible. The demons know the Bible. But you know when this come alive? When come out of your mouth.
That's what the Bible says. My word will come out of my mouth to accomplish anything. Which mouth? The mouth, it came out the mouth of the prophet Isaiah. Of the mouth of the prophet Jeremiah. Daniel. And all the prophets. But I came out, out of the mouth of Jesus. And Jesus said, Jesus curse the fig tree and die. There is power. Power. This word has power when it comes out of the mouth. This, the word of God came out of the mouth of the apostles. Paul Say, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heal you. And he jumped by the power of God and be healed. He was crippled. Healed. And then Paul, it's a, a, a lot of, you know, places where Paul said the word. And something happened. Remember that man that was trying to twist the message of the apostles calling, you know, Elimas. Elimas, no Limas. Elimas. Amen? I like that. Elimes. And uh, he was trying to, to put some kind of distraction in, in the mind of the leader of the, lead, leader of the island called Proconsul. But Paul look at him and say, Oh, you fellow of the devil. Enemy of all righteous. Don't be enemy of righteous. You know? Enemy of all righteous. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to be blind. And he became blind immediately because the word that comes out of your mouth is powerful. It's powerful. Have the anointing. Have the anointing. That's the highest moment, the highest power of the word when coming out of the mouth. Amen. Before that is a holy book set on your table, on your shelf. It's a holy book containing the word of God like a dynamite on the store, on the storage. Yeah, the storage. But when you open the book and begin to read, that come alive. And when you believe this, when you believe this word, and you say the word, the word will accomplish and fulfill anything for you. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. Remember that the, the, the man that the, his servant was sick? The centurion? He said, Lord, Lord, um, my servant is sick. 
Jesus. Jesus said, if you don't see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Jesus was testing him. He said, Lord, please, please come because he, he's sick. And Jesus said, go, your servant live. And that man believed the word that Jesus said. And he went home and he found his heel. I ask you to use that power. Use that power. The power of the living word of God. Do it. Do it. But you must know the word. You must, you must know the word. Read the word. Go to Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, the Deuteronomy, Joshua. You know, I can say the books in, in Spanish in 30 seconds. All, all the books. You know, all the books. You know, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, very quick. But in Spanish is different. In English is different. You know, Joshua. You know what? And then you know, Second Samuel, First Samuel, Second Samuel, First Kings, Second Kings, First Chronicles, Second Chronicles, Esdras, Nehemiah, and Esther, right? And then you know, you go the rest. You know, uh, and exactly. You know, Judges. And then you go to the to the poetics. You know, to the poetics. Uh, Job, Psalms, Proverbs. And some of the songs, and then you go to the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, you know, and all those books. And then you go to the New Testament, Ma Matthew, and Mark, and Luke, John, you know, Romans, Corinthians, uh, uh, Acts, you know, uh, Gal uh, Galatians, no, or Galatas, you know, Philippians. It's 66 books. 66 books. That you, that, that you need to know. But, you know, if you don't know all the 66 books, and you only know, and you only know one verse of the Bible, because God so loved, God so loved the world. What is that verse? John 3, 16. That he sent his only begotten son. Okay, that's to be saved. But when you're in trouble, when you're in trouble, when, when you are about to lose your house, or you are about to fall divorce and you don't want to. Or you, or you have a somebody sick. You, you're not going to use that verse. You're not going to say because God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten. No. You need other verses of the Bible. You know. You need others. If your problem is financial, you should use Philippians. Philippians uh, 4, right? 
413, right? Nineteen. Four nineteen. Okay, my God will supply. Okay. If, if if you need a string, string, you feel weak, you need power, you need a string, you feel like your faith is going down. You you need Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. God is not God of the dead. He is God of the living. If you are alive, if you are alive, cry out to him and say, God, help me in the name of Jesus right now. God, help me in the name of Jesus. If you are alive, let's begin to, you know, to believe. I ask you to stand up, please. To believe in the power of God. To believe in the, in the word of God. If you're here for your first time and you need Jesus as a Lord and Savior, you need to be saved. You know, Jesus died for you publicly. If you need Jesus Christ, you have to also do it, you know, publicly. Don't worry who's looking at you, you know. Don't worry. Just, just believe in his power. He will touch your life and he will resurrect you. And he, he will bless you with salvation. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, raise your hand right now. Anybody. Be blessed. Other, other person. Somebody else. Be blessed. Be blessed. Somebody else. Caroline, I get saved every week. Praise God. If... You, the, raise your hand to, to be saved. Pray with me this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I believe your word. I believe that you share the blood at the cross of Calvary for my sins. I believe that you die and resurrect for me. In the name of Jesus. I receive my salvation. If you did this, this prayer in faith and you feel that Jesus went to bless your life and he is already in your life and he blessed you, did you feel that he came inside your heart and blessed you? Come up here. Be strong. Have faith. Pass. Come here. I want to pray for you right here. 